0: Moshe, Father, count yourselves. Can you begin to bless the name of the Lord? Can you exalt Him? Be deliberate, just thank Him and bless Him. Oh, Father, we thank you. You are so good, you're so kind, you're so merciful, Lord. Your name is great and greatly to be praised who is like unto thee, O Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord, who reigns forevermore. For thine, O Lord, is the glory. For thine, O Lord, is the greatness, the victory, the praise, the honor, the majesty we ask that tonight you rain down revelation on us let us even know you more to the glory of your holy name thank you for a glorious praying service today in Jesus name amen all right please be seated Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want to quickly teach you um, some few thoughts on prayer
1: that
0: we pray. Hallelujah. So, um, you can write this down prayer, manners, and etiquette. Mm. Prayer, manners, and etiquette. Prayer manners and etiquette. Now there is a reason why um, we stress so much on prayer as a church and pray. Many a times uh, the average Christian does not understand why we pray. Now we need to understand that prayer goes beyond talking to God. Prayer is actually talking with God. Note that. Prayer goes beyond talking to God. But prayer is talking with God. Which means that prayer is not a monologue. Prayer is a dialogue. It's an exchange of communication. You speak to God. God speaks to you. It's a conversation. And many a times, many Christians don't know how relevant prayer is. Amen? But we see one key reason why we must pray is because prayer is a command. We are commanded to pray. Luke 18:1 he speak this parable to this end that men always ought and i've told you several times that the word ought in greek is day, which means compulsory which means prayer is a compulsory activity on the side of the believer another key reason why we pray is because our battles are spiritual battles The Bible says that though we are in the flesh, we do not wage war after the flesh. Though we are in the flesh, we do not wrestle or wage war after the flesh. Which means that second key reason why we praise is because life battles are spiritual. And unfortunately, we our strength, our wisdom, Our abilities and capabilities are very limited. We don't have the necessary spiritual resources to be able to combat the spiritual battles that surround us. That's why we pray because when we pray, we employ heaven's resources. We engage heaven's armory. When we pray, we we call for help from above. We engage divinity in the affairs of humanity. So, prayer is so necessary because anytime a believer doesn't pray, you may not like this, you retire God out of your life. prayerlessness is how we relegate God from our face. That's why I've said several times that prayerlessness is one of the greatest signs of pride in the life of a believer. Because anyone who does not pray is simply saying I don't need you God. Anyone who doesn't pray says I don't need God. Hallelujah. And the fourth reason why we pray is because all Christian virtues are linked with prayer. Which means that without prayer all the virtues that are supposed to spring out of the Christian's life dies, they die. Virtues like patience, virtues like joy, virtues like peace. Those virtues become alive in the atmosphere of prayer. No wonder the Bible says be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God and the peace of God. Peace is a divine virtue. It's a product of prayer which means without prayer no Christian will enjoy peace. It will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Remember he says for at thy for in thy presence is fullness of joy so joy is a virtue that is harvested from god's presence and it's only in the press of in the place of prayer that we are able to glean from the wells of salvation hallelujah so it's very vital that as believers we make prayer a predominant feature in our lives are we following this So now we are looking at prayer manners and etiquette. You know, there are some good manners and etiquettes that um, people learn on the dining table. People learn in life. Likewise, also there are manners and etiquettes in prayer. Praise God which when applied, it ends up pleasing God. It gives God the avenue to fuse our lives with His glory and power. So straight away, I want to go into these manners and etiquettes that every child of God needs to know about prayer. Are you ready for it? Ah, you you yes. uh, you're not here. Are you ready for it? Ah, yes. uh, you're not here. Are you ready for it? Yes. So the first... um prayer manner and etiquette is pray when you feel like and when you don't feel like pray even more. Pray when you don't feel like sorry, pray when you feel like and when you don't feel like pray even more. So what we are trying to say that is that there are times you will not feel like praying. But you are to pray when you feel like and even when you don't feel like praying that's the actual time where you should even pray more. So this is very simple. Anytime you don't feel like praying just know it's the actual time to pray even more. These are prayer manners and etiquettes you need to understand. And I told you the last time that anytime prayer becomes very hard uh, for you, it means an attack is coming. The devil is coming for you and your children and your family and people around you. Anytime prayer becomes hard, the enemy is coming after you. Because Satan must tighten your prayer. He, he must actually attack your prayer before, before he attacks you. So, when you realize the struggle to pray has become so much, it's an indication that something is about happening. And that thing is not good. Is that Satan is about to steal your joy? Or is he about to take something out of your life? So, he, has, he must weaken the fences and the defenses of prayer in your life before he launches his, his attack. So, that's the first marriage and etiquette of prayer. You pray when you feel like, and when you don't feel like praying, you pray even more. That's number one. Number two, quickly pray to the Father in the name of Jesus Christ. Pray to the Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now. This I believe is a very important manners and etiquette that. um, Every child of God needs to understand. There's a reason why we are giving the name of Jesus. When we come in the name of Jesus. When we pray in the name of Jesus. We are praying in the authority of Jesus. The name of Jesus gives the believer the power of attorney. Amen? To act in his stead. Which means anytime you are praying and you say in Jesus name you are saying you are asking from God as though Jesus himself is the one asking. Interesting. Interesting. So to pray in his name is to pray in his authority. That is why you should not pray in the name of Jesus and doubt your prayer. You should not pray in the name of Jesus and go back thinking, did this prayer work? Because when you pray in the name of Jesus, you are praying in his stead. It's as though Jesus himself is the one talking to the Father. This will change your prayer reality. So listen to me. If you don't pray in his name, you don't have manners. <laughs> because it was, it was through Jesus, you were given access to the Father. I can show that to you in the book of Visions. In the book of Visions. give that to me in the verse um in chapter 2 Ephesians chapter 2 let me get that for you Ephesians chapter 2 um the verse 18 now the Bible says for who for through who through who oh you're not here in this service are you here at all For through him, we both have what? Access by one spirit unto the father. So never go to prayer in your own boldness. You go in his name, you go through his blood. Now, let's go to another verse in the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 10, let's look at the verse 19. Ephesians chapter, sorry, Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews 10, the verse 19. Are you there? If you are there, you say glory. glory. All right, I, I'm wondering how you're saying glory when you don't have your Bible. You're looking at the screen. Hallelujah. <laughs> now, the Bible says, having therefore brethren boldness to enter into the holiest now look at the means through which you have boldness so you don't think you have boldness because you didn't sit in a week he's saying for having therefore branding boldness to enter into the holiest how by the blood of Jesus so the boldness to enter is by the blood. So listen, the next time you are lifting up your hands doing your morning devotion, your boldness is coming through his blood. Huh, you following this now, he says, but the blood of Jesus Christ, the verse 20, by a new and living way, which he had consecrated for us through the veil. That is to say, his flesh, and having an high priest over the house of God. Now look at the verse twenty-two. Let us do what, draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Hallelujah. So we come in the name of Jesus. We pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you here with me at all? Now let's look at number three. The third etiquette. And man is in prayer. Number three. Your heart is the center of effectiveness in prayer. Your heart is the center of effectiveness in prayer. Your heart is the center of effectiveness in prayer. Which means that if you want to be effective in prayer the first center is your heart. Which means that your heart is the headquarters of effective praying. Have you realized the Bible says they honor me with their lips but their hearts are what? Which means that God looks beyond the movement of your lips. (laughs) God looks beyond the movement of your lips. I love a, a psalm. The psalmist David said, Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be what? acceptable (laughs) so God considers your words and your heart the words of my lips and the meditation of my heart so what your heart ponders what your heart absorbs what saturates your heart in prayer is the heartbeat of prayer That is why you can't pray with a bitter heart. Be careful. There are times you are speaking in tongues, but the thought of bitterness in your heart is still lingering. Stop the tongues. I'm serious. And me down and say, Lord, I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling to pray. You have to help me. I'm feeling bitter about this person. I'm feeling bitter about this person. Lord, heal my heart. If not, I won't pray. That one is also a prayer. But that prayer is more sincere than the tongues without sincerity. For your information Paul says though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels but have not love I become a sounding brass and a clanging cymbal. That means there are some tongues that are ching ching in heaven. You have to fear that one. Play the cymbals as hard as you can. As hard, look, use two sticks. Play just play No, no, not one like that, oh, like that. kapra up, keep higher, 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 higher. If hold on, if this man continues for the next five minutes, the t stone, somebody will fly a stone because it's annoying. there are some of you an angel who threw a stone at your head verse (laughs) all the empires are you'll be having a headache you don't know an angel (laughs) angel are hallelujah hallelujah Do you remember in the book of Matthew, Jesus said, if you are bringing a gift, an offering to him, eh, and you remember that you have a beef with someone, he says, hold on, go and work out the beef. Eh? (laughs) Then come and drop your gift. It's amazing. Prayer is also a gift we give to God. It's a gift we offer when you are when you are doing worship, you are doing praise, you are offering a gift to God. Before you offer that gift, hold on. Settle beefs in your heart, then offer the gift. Please, I'm teaching with here. Have you ever seen somebody who is behaving weird towards you? You greet the person, the person has not responded. You ask the person questions, gives you cheeky answers, and you wonder, do I have a problem with this person? Has it happened to you before? And you are wondering, ah, you see, a lot of time your reaction is that I will, I will also reply, I retaliate with that same rudeness. You are not being mature. I'm teaching good here because listen to me, the person gave you rudeness. You don't repay with rudeness. That's not Christianity. The Bible says, if your enemy hungers, give him food. If he thirsts, give him water. For by so doing, you shall heap coals of fire upon his head. He says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. That's how we handle it. But many of us overcome evil with evil. In fact, double evil. That's why you know that's why prayers are not powerful you pray for the sick and they say become more sick <laughs> they live sicker than they came because the one praying has heart hey I am careful of my heart though I'm telling you I'm careful of my heart me you have a problem with me because of that you are angry I'll beg you and I won't lose anything I'll beg you because every morning when I kneel before him my relationship with him is so important that no human being around here or outside here is powerful enough I'm telling you Now, I'm not saying that the whole world is going to be your friend. There are some relationship. God allows it to be disconnected. It can happen. Paul and Barnabas, they separated. But they didn't lose. Please, are you following what I'm saying? So, I'm not trying to say that uh, there are some relationship you've lost. You have to try everything to go and bring it back again or resurrect it. That's not what I'm trying to say. Please, are you following what I'm saying? But what I'm trying to say is that check the heart because there are some people that God cut for me I, I won't mend it please are you following that so let's get the difference I want to strike the balance very well but between you and God make sure this heart is right so if something is wrong with your heart and you are praying regardless of it you don't have prayer manners Listen, there's a way we approach the table of prayer. They are manners. They are manners. And God checks the manners. You know, on the table manners, okay? When you're using fork and knife, okay? Knife is supposed to be on your right and fork is supposed to be where? You don't know. I know. You don't know. You eat water in the green, this thing. Leave. So, you don't use fork and knife. So the, f- the knife is used on the right, the fork is used on the left. So you use the knife to cut the chicken, then you use the fork to pick it and then you put it in your mouth. It waste time. <laughs> then you stay in Ghana. So according to the white man, if you don't do that, then you are using wrong table manners and etiquette. You are being what? Informer on the table. Likewise, it is the same with prayer. They are manners and etiquettes in prayer. And one of them is your heart. Please, I'm teaching good here. Hallelujah. Have you ever lied and the Holy Ghost break your heart before? You see how it's nice. <laughs> you lied and you will continue the conversation. The person doesn't know you lied. But in your heart, And the Holy Ghost said, "Hey, which are true?" (laughs) While you are talking to the person, you don't know whether to stop the conversation or continue. But you know you lied. (coughs) Okay, let's continue. Number what? Number four. Hmm, This one is a serious one. The fourth manners and etiquette. Believe God is. Hears and answers prayer. Believe God is hears and answers prayer. These are things you must. These are three things you you must believe in prayer. You must believe number one, God is. Number two, He hears. Number four, He answers prayer. Hebrews chapter eleven, verse six. The Bible says, "For without faith, it is impossible to please God." It is telling you anytime you approach God, you must know this. We approach God on the basis of faith. Listen to me. Humanity links with divinity on account of faith. Anytime a human is dealing with a spirit, he must deal with a spirit by faith. Please, are you following this thing? So, if a believer does not operate by faith, relating with God will be a big problem. because you can't see God but he is just like you can't see your intestines but your intestines is have you realized that you, you, you know you have a liver but you have not seen your own liver right so if you believe you have a liver when you have not cut open your stomach to see your liver how come we have been told that God is and you don't believe he is I'm teaching good here. So you must believe that God is, he, he, he hears, and answers prayer. He says, but without faith, it's impossible to please God. So anyone that wants to begin the journey of pleasing God must first begin the journey of faith. <laughs> he says, For he that cometh, so he's giving us a manner, an etiquette. In approaching God or drawing close to God, he says, For he not cometh to God via prayer or the word of God must believe that he is. That means he exists. His existence. That's number one. The first etiquette here. Number two, and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Listen to me. It may take you four years it may take you 3 years it may take you 6 months it may take you 10 years but as long as you are seeking God diligently he rewards now this verse is an encouragement have you ever got to a place and you said I have prayed, sir that thing is not working that this thing work at all please don't get there I pray you don't get there because that place is a lie you are living a lie. The enemy is pumping and injecting to you a wrong message. He wants you to stop what you are doing because what you are doing is frustrating him. You know, one thing that frustrates Satan to see that things are not working, you are still praying. Because not only is it that Satan is intimidated, you are praying, he, he is intimidated that in the midst of that, you still love God so whatever Satan is doing is to frustrate your relationship with God until you come to a place and you say enough of this thing this thing is not real it doesn't work again please nobody should come and bother me with Jesus he wants to uh, he, he wants to bring you there he wants to bring you there I read the book one time, Final Quest. And Rick Joyner says something. One of the angels he encountered said something strange to him. He said, we don't live in time. We live in the spirit realm. So we don't have the limitations you have. But when we, angels, see you humans... Who have so many tribulations, troubles, afflictions, and problems, still serving our God and King and Master in the midst of those trials? You become a wonder to us, and we watch you. So, sometimes an angel can be in this service, watching some people who have been through pain, torture, all kinds of hurt, and those people have lifted their hands and said, Jesus, we love you. <laughs> to say that a believer is seated with no law refer back home and he's still seated in church a believer with only one shoe and he's so joyfully celebrating God despite what he has and what he doesn't have what he doesn't have you become a mystery they wonder, what kind of blessing is this Because we don't live in time. We see God's glory exactly as it is. You don't see it. So the Bible says we see poorly and deeply as in a mirror. So when we don't even see God clearly. We don't see him visibly in the affairs of our lives. Yet we believe him. You are a mystery in the realm of the spirit. And Satan wants to give you a wrong reality. A wrong image. Please don't fall for him he that coming to God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So, 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 the fourth etiquette and manners of prayer is that you must believe that God is he hears and answers prayer. Now look with me to the book of First Peter chapter 3, the verse 12. You will be so blessed after the anointing. ah, ah, ah. Glory. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. I love you, Lord thank you holy spirit i love you thank you jesus thank you jesus the lord is anointing three people here thank you father now look he says for the eyes of the lord are over the righteous he says and his ears are what open or attentive to their prayers see when god speaks you must take him for his word that's faith he says his ears are open to their prayers I've been telling you several times anytime a believer opens his mouth God that's what opens his ears so now imagine the next time you say father I bless you once you said that God's ears opened to hear you God hears every prayer it's an encouragement. sometimes you may be praying and then you feel your prayer is just hitting the four corners of your room and coming back to you forget about that yes because listen you don't pray with emotions when i say you don't pray with emotions i'm not saying there's no emotional aspect of prayer there's something you'll be praying and you cry you weep there's an emotional aspect of prayer but what i'm saying is that don't get your feelings involved all the time in prayer because there are sometimes you're going to have a good time in prayer where you feel God, you sense God, the glory of God bends in your heart, and you you just love the experience you're having. The next day you may be thinking that the things should go higher. Then you realize that the whole room is dry. Continue praying. Did you do hear me? I said what? Well, continue praying. This morning, when I woke up, I went to the prayer room. It wasn't that I didn't feel like praying, but I just didn't know how to go about this whole thing. You're wondering, hey, this man, you? I said, it's me. It happens to all of us every time. I'm not a superman. Then I just started reading the book of Psalms. And the things I see in Psalms, I was using to praise God back. I said, Lord, I praise you. Thank you for everything you've done for me. You've been so good to me. You are so kind. What a God you are. Your name is great and greatly to be praised. What a good God. And I just closed my eyes and said, Lord, you're so lovely. You're so lovely. Before I realized, I've crossed two hours. I was like, what? 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 These things work. So you pray. Than the atmosphere is ripe or is green, you pray. Sometimes you're speaking in tongues, it's like the tongues is just not going. I didn't know, have you been there before? If you've been a little hands, let me see. I didn't go, you it's like, is there some iron brass around you that the thing is not just moving? Listen to me. Listen, your, your feelings, your emotions are like the weather. You know, sometimes the weather can change that though it's about to rain before it realizes the sun is shining. That's how your feelings are. So if you depend on them, it may deceive you. That's why you must walk on scripture. You must walk on the account and the fault of scripture. He says when you open your, your, your mouth, God opens his ears. I'm teaching good, here. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Look at Psalm 65, the verse 2. One of my favorite scriptures. Psalm 65, the verse 2. Ah, uh, Let's read that together loudly, loudly, loudly. One, two, go. <laughs> oh, thou that hearest prayer. God hearing prayer is his attribute all that that hears prayer unto thee shall all flesh come so all flesh come to him because he does what hears prayer so one conviction and manner and etiquette you must develop is that anytime you go to God you are part of flesh that comes to him you are part of the all flesh you come to him because he hears are you following what I'm saying listen, listen to me, some don't believe that but it's true, there are times you will pray God will say yes, you can have it there are times you pray God says, I'm going to give it to you hold on and there are times you pray, God says no you can't have it <laughs> are you aware of that? if you are not aware of that then you are not, you are not ready to work with God so, God does not always answer prayer because he loves you. Because there are some answers, if he answers, that answer will kill you. Please, are you following what I'm saying? So, I'm sure you are praying that Lord, open the door. And it's good. we pray praying here. Lord, open the door for us in the oil sector. When God looks at your head, the size of your head, in this your, your current state, when it looks at like your head, <laughs> And he takes you to another company, another company, and they start giving you 25,000 Ghana CDs. This is how you walk to church. <laughs> 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 and i just looking at you. Hey, Oba <laughs> <laughs> So, listen to me. God knows us better. I'm sure some of you are like, you're kneeling there and you saying, God, if you prosper me, what I will do to you? You'll be shocked. <laughs> God, God, God is
1: saying, it. one of the angels is looking at the Trinity. Then
0: will... <laughs> 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 you're saying, Lord, angels are Up, up, <laughs> hey so some of you heaven has concluded on your prayer topic they have concluded already (laughs) hallelujah (laughs) the thing is working eh it must work oh, it must work. <laughs> Hallelujah. Quickly number five the fit manners and etiquettes in prayer. understand key approaches in prayer or understand the key approaches in prayer. Now I've practiced this thing I'm about to teach you uh, teaching you for some time and it has greatly blessed my prayer life. So, you got to listen to this very carefully. Understand the key approaches in prayer. Now, if you've been here for some time, you you, you should know the approaches by now, right? What's the first approach? What? Maybe, let let me just help you. It's, the first one is called communion. Under communion, we have adoration. Praise. And Thanksgiving, Communion, or Communion. That's the first approach in prayer. Please don't start prayer with prayer topic. Did you hear me? Don't start prayer with what prayer topic. Don't just enter prayer and say, "Lord, do something." If you don't come in, Lord, this thing—you just started prayer. I will enter His gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter His courts with praise. I will sing. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for He has made me. I will enter His gates
1: with thanks given in my heart.
0: I will enter His cards. We praise. I will we'll sing. sing this,
1: this is the day, day that, that the Lord, Lord has, has been made, and will, will rejoice sing, for He has made me glory. And He has made me glad. He has made. Me I will rejoice for he has made me glad. I just want to say baba and i just want to say We love your presence. We love your presence. So we'll stay. We love your presence. We love your presence. We love your presence. So we'll stay. And so we'll stay.
0: We love your presence.
1: We love your presence. And beauty and well. nothing in this world could satisfy and Jesus you're the cup that won't run dry and Jesus you're the cup that, Jesus you're the cup that more dry. Sing at your presence Your presence Is Is ever To be Your presence
0: Only you can satisfy. So only you can satisfy me. Only you can satisfy my
1: soul. Satisfy my soul. Only you, only you, only you, only you can satisfy me. Only you can satisfy by soul satisfy my soul only you only you only you only you can satisfy only you, only you. Only you can satisfy by my soul satisfy by my soul only
0: You are God. You are are God. God. You, you, you. You You are King Jesus. You are King.
1: Yakutu sorry wo. Yakutu sorry wo. We are We are Yakutu sorry wo.
0: Is there with you is between you and him, and you are just blessing him. You are just giving him praise. You have not asked God for anything, and it's all about Him. It's all about celebrating Him. It's all about adoring Him. It's all about ministering to the Lord in praise, in worship, in thanksgiving, and glory. Can you lift your right hand and begin to bless Him in the next one minute? Be so deliberate about what you're doing because he receives it. He, he inhabits in the praise of his people. He inhabits the praise of his people.
1: God is in the midst of his people. He is in the midst.